0: Welcome to Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from Apocalypse Movies, and we have what you all wished for, our Wonder Woman 84 spoiler review before we get to (laughs) the challenge, and we are going to introduce the crew. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and we of course have Brian Avalicino up here with me at the top of the screen. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing quite well. I uh,
1: returned home from the Bay Area last night, um, only to fight the whole entire weekend trying to get a PS5. Got one, and it's coming tomorrow.
0: Nice. So you were able to get it online? Yeah. That is awesome. Quite happy. Awesome. And of course, on my right, but everyone else's left who's viewing, is on the bottom right of my screen, is Gio
2: Ramos. What is up, Gio? Hey, how's it going, guys? We have a DC movie to talk about that's gotten mixed reviews online. Ooh, so exciting. I can't <laughs> wait. But yeah, spent the weekend at home watching some new movies. I can't believe we got new movies. It was so refreshing. Felt a little bit of normal. Uh, but I'm ready to talk, man.
0: Definitely, definitely. And of course, we have the man Jake Berlin here as well. Jake, how was your half of your holiday season so far it was really quiet which was nice
3: um i haven't had a christmas this quiet and simple in a very long time i was super stoked about it but to go off of what geo said i watched so many effing new movies this past weekend um because i was so free uh i watched new mutants guys i watched new mutants interesting uh, that's um, the one i still haven't seen i watched wonder woman I mm-hmm. watched coming to America for the first time. That's <gasps> out. nice. No, no, no. no he's the, talking first, about the first, first, one. One. The first okay.
2: one. I um, need to, I, watch saw,
3: I saw a lot of new movies this weekend, but we're here to talk the biggest one of them all. Um, it is the first time in nine months that we have a blockbuster movie to talk about on this channel. I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> <Hey>.
0: <laughs> I'm excited too. Like, I don't care what the results of our thoughts are just talking about a movie again. It, yeah. We used to do this like every 2 weeks, every at least once a month, like have a big spoiler discussion. And these are these are the best because it's just one thing and we're going to talk about it. I had a pretty good uh holidays as well. It's always great um to see family even though it was on a much smaller scale this time around. But yeah, so before we get to our one woman spoiler review really quickly, we're going to go over our movie watching challenge where one of us gets challenged to watch a movie every week, and Brian, and excuse me, I wasn't, I wasn't there for what movie you were assigned to, but Brian was challenged no, last time, and <laughs> I don't know which movie was chosen, Uh so, and it was Whiplash, amazing, thank you, you can tell we're very organized, and yes, at least Jake, uh, we all talking. know, Jake <laughs> knows, so we're good, as long as he knows, um so Brian's gonna give us his thoughts on Whiplash, and then we're gonna go really quickly to who he challenged, so Brian- they updated oh. the, the the look of those, Jake. I like that. Uh,
3: there's a couple new ones. And I just want to say, guys, real quick before we get going, Brian, um, we have Streamlabs available, everybody. If you Ooh. want to ask oh, questions, yeah. if you want to send in donations or questions or comments, uh, it is right above Jacob's head. It is in the description as well. And we already do have two to bring up. Oh, my goodness.
2: Hey, All send right. me your hate mail. Let's do it. Bring it on. All, All right, 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 go ahead. Need-
3: what did you think of... This bad boy.
1: Yeah. So I was challenged to it by Gio. Uh,
3: Damn it. Here we go.
1: What? <laughs> I can't believe uh, in the overlay because it's new. I'm going to get close and I'm going to say this movie.
0: Fucking phenomenal.
1: Hey. Holy <laughs> crap.
0: I I can't believe you love. haven't seen it till now.
1: Loved this movie. And I'm looking at you, Max. This movie kicks ass. Uh, (laughs) Gio, thank you. I made me watch it. Like, everyone's been like, watch it, watch it, watch it. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. But this made me watch it. I loved it. Uh, my heart was, it was so weird because, like, I was like nervous, like, heart racing. Were you wearing your watch? No. Oh, uh, like, Heart racing, like, and it wasn't even an action movie. Just like I was literally just on the edge of my seat, and it caught and it did exactly what you need to do to get my attention. And it caught me right in the beginning, uh, when he threw the thing at the at uh, uh, Miles Teller. It, from then on, I was like, oh, okay, this is gonna be good. Uh, J.K. Simmons is won the oscar amazing Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, i can see why um the music in it phenomenal it it was so so good it might be my favorite movie i've ever been challenged to not gonna i'm not gonna lie
0: i mean based uh, on your response that i'm not surprised it,
1: it was so the only movie that makes me like think that comes to the top of my head that makes me think that like I come close to loving it as much was uh, Breakfast Club. um, But I-, I think I would give it to Whiplash. It was just so good from the second it started to the second it ended. That Darren
2: Fletcher is a scary character, man.
1: <sighs> the, when, the ending, the very last performance, Yes. My jaw. The
3: when way the movie ends up. is, is yes. so beautiful. So when he goes like, up to zoom him. in and everything is so yes. good. Uh Brian, do you know who directed this movie?
2: I was just no. about to say.
3: <laughs> um,
1: James Mangold. No! no. What's what? <laughs> not that would have been amazing. Damien Chazelle. Uh, my boy who did La La Land. Oh, that you makes sense first man I am, yeah I have no idea I I know those movies I've never heard his name in my life
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian thing yeah. To say.
1: but yeah wow it was so so good I I will probably
3: own it that's and on blu-ray that's blu-ray, how good yeah. it, on it digital, was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a a first-time cameo from um, a current superhero. Can you name her, Brian? Oh, um, I, I actually yeah. don't really care for her. Oh! Melissa
0: uh Bonet, whatever her name, Melissa Bonet. Melissa Bonoy. You don't care for her as an actress, or yeah, I feel like she no. kind of does.
1: She, always, I always feel like she's the same person. Like she always seems to be the oh, same. This character oh. is
0: not Supergirl.
1: No, did I know, watch, but like I was gonna so say what she, well, she I've had seen
0: at. her in. But did you watch Glee? Yeah. Oh, so you've seen her in Glee Mm -hmm. as well. Um, I knew Brian was going to love this movie. I didn't know it got chosen, but this is one I knew Brian was going to love. Like, there's no question. (laughs) Kevin. (laughs) Um, Leo, real quick. I'm not debating that. I'm
1: debating her
0: acting. Leo, did you choose this movie just because you know it's a great movie and anyone will love it? Or did you think this was specific towards Brian?
2: Uh, it was a little bit of both. I know last time I failed miserably with Snatch, so I had to find a movie that was, yeah, a little bit fast paced, um, in certain parts. Uh, a movie where it's a recognizable faces, and for one of them, J.K. Simmons, just oh, yeah, a performance for the ages for sure. And yeah, Jacob, we we caught this in theaters together, and I'm still high about it, man. This movie is incredible, awesome. Uh,
0: Brian, let me ask you, did you like Miles Teller before you saw this movie? Yes. Did you think it's he was funny a great because, actor before you saw this movie? Yes.
1: It's funny. In the beginning, I did not like him. Uh, beginning of his acting career, I did not like oh, him. Oh, okay, okay. Slowly, it has started to change to where I've liked him. And at this point, even before I watched this, I I did like him. So, like, it, it it's funny because I went from literally, like, uh a while ago hating his acting to now i
0: absolutely think he's phenomenal yeah, this is probably his best performance i would say
1: yeah oh easily it's better than fantastic four but um <laughs> uh yeah no it it was great i i
0: he's great in the spectacular now as well if anybody has seen i'm that. sorry yes. i literally, I literally I saw that in theaters jacob he is great movie great movie yeah. um yeah. awesome well i'm so happy that brian love <laughs> This movie. If he didn't, that oh, that would have been a problem. Um, um that, I have, <laughs>
1: first off one last thing. I have never been more scared to not like a movie.
3: Oh, like, wow.
1: I was terrified to come back. You would have
3: showed up with pitchforks <laughs> at
0: your yeah.
1: I was sitting there thinking, like, Apocalypse people are gonna hate me. I haven't seen that one. I want to see that. Man. Oh,
0: he isn't. He's he's is good movie.
2: Yeah.
1: I was so afraid. Jake was going to hate me. Geo is going to hate me. <laughs> Jacob was a maybe. Keith probably would have hated me. Max would have hated me. So I was like, dear God, please let me like this movie. And I I didn't even you have to worry it, about it. It was so good. But yeah. No, awesome. Geo show. might be my favorite movie I've <laughs> been challenged to ever. So
2: That's what I do
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> now. His, his least favorite one and his favorite one. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. I have been challenged by mm-hmm. Brian this time around um, for a movie, and we have been two while, of fighting. I wasn't challenged. No, I said it's been a while, hasn't it? Um, f- since you challenged me, I was challenged a couple weeks ago, but it's I have I've been like the least challenged lately. I think Jake and I have probably uh, um, but, for sure. Yeah, I've only done two in like the last like <laughs> three months. To be honest, I like, haven't done Jake. It's, uh, my Options are like. I feel like we target Geo and Brian a lot. (laughs) Well, it's it's for different reasons, though. It's it's
3: a so Jacob, you've been challenged. Now you have to challenge Brian again because we've been doing this. Brian off,
0: Brian off, Brian Brian off. I kind of like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have two ways of deciding which movie we watch. Well, first of all, everybody from the crew submits a film, and then Mm -hmm. either I choose a random number and I get that movie, or we put up a poll and I let the viewers choose. I'm going to let the viewers choose this time. So why don't you guys let us know what movies we got? All right, Mr. Bartley, your movies
1: that you have been challenged to are A League of Their Own.
0: Perfect. Kind of about, the Big Lebowski. Oh, my God. You guys are like, let's take all these movies he hasn't seen that he needs to watch. <laughs> Rounders. Another one and Varsity Blues. Wow. Those that is your- a great list honestly. Those are all four of those are movies are like I can't believe I haven't seen them. So I want
3: you to watch I mean, a movie try- that I didn't
0: pick. Put it that way. No, that's happened to me plenty of times I, before.
3: I
1: know.
0: <laughs> Jacob, I want you to watch a movie that I haven't picked so effing bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean, just you know, private message everybody, Jake, and tell them what movie that is. And then <laughs> and that way yeah, they hit up the Snyderverse. So Jake, yeah, I'm Evan, guessing. Kevin, we'll he hasn't seen he hasn't seen I any of nope. We keep a spreadsheet of films that all of us haven't seen. I mean, it doesn't have every movie ever on there, but it has a lot. And those are on there. So that's how they know. But uh, Jake, I'm assuming you're going to have a pull-up tonight, tomorrow? Uh, yeah, the poll will go up tomorrow morning.
3: Um, awesome. It's already drafted, actually, to be scheduled, dropper pretty early tomorrow morning, and you'll have a couple of days to vote. It'll be under a community tab um, on our homepage, but also if you're subscribed to the channel, it'll pop up
0: in your descriptions, and you can just click vote on which movie you want to pick. Perfect, guys. Be kind. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of them, honestly. So, I honestly, I don't care. Should I just watch all four of them? Sure. You
3: know, you know what's so funny about that? <laughs> I thought about this last week because I had been challenged for the first time in, like, so long. I thought to myself, I'm challenged the least out of all of us. Maybe I should just pull a fast." You ball. literally
1: complained last listen, week that I've challenged
3: you twice in a row. Listen, I – I, but, well, okay, so maybe it was twice in however long. But I've, le- I've been challenged the least amount out of all of us. I thought to myself, maybe I should just watch all four in one week because I'm barely <laughs> challenged. Like, why not? And, and then I would just give you guys less options to choose from.
0: We've spent I mean, two movies I only now. have
1: about two choices that I can pick for you. So, uh, Yeah, we're going to have
0: to update that list. Jacob, sometime. who
1: do you think picked what? Hmm. Do you even remember the four movies?
0: Well, I know... The League of
1: Their Own, Rounders, Varsity Blues, and uh, The Big Lebowski.
0: Oh, okay. I think Gio chose The Big Lebowski. I'm not looking at your faces. I think... Keith chose. Oh wait, no. Brian chose The Big Lebowski. Geo chose Rounders. Jake chose A League of Their Own, and Keith chose Varsity Blues. That's my guess. But I I am blank on foreign films. Rachel, you're right. Have you watched Parasite yet? No. What? You're waiting,
3: you're oh waiting
0: for me. Brian, I know I'm you're like, not just going reaction, to
3: reaction. Jacob, I'm gonna go watch it tonight yeah
1: (laughs) it's just a link
3: to me (laughs) anyway okay before we get to Wonder Woman but real quick I do want to read these super chat or uh, Streamlabs excuse me are Um, they Wonder Woman
0: related or
3: no one of them is is just a a simple introduction to Streamlabs Uh, again guys if you have questions or comments about Wonder Woman um, you can hit that Streamlabs link it's in the description I will put it in the chat uh, and you can send us a question that we'll read on the show the first one is from Rachel Armad thank you so much Rachel we appreciate your information uh, she and said, just testing this out to see if it works. One of the highlights of my 2020 has been Apocalypse. So thanks to every one of you and happy new year. Thank you so much, Rachel. We love uh, you. Rachel. Rachel. Our
1: fifth member.
3: Yeah, th- thank you so much for all Rick. the, the six, sixth member, Brian. Wow. Sixth oh, oh. Um, Brian, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let to me let in, let just go ahead and do, do, do this, this for a right? little bit. I'll just do this for a yeah. little bit. You I mean um, our fourth member? <laughs> <laughs> Uh okay so the is her replacing
1: me. <laughs>
3: oh, now, oh. one, yeah. <laughs>
0: um
3: the second one is from Kylie and she donated. Thank you so much Kylie as always. Uh and this is related to Wonder Woman. She says, "So I liked Wonder Woman 84, but I didn't love it, but by far better than Man of Steel, the worst DC movie of all time. But can we say it looks like DC is having the problems a young Marvel did with its villains?" Um Valid point towards the end that we may get to in this review. It's definitely going to come up. So, Kylie, thank you so much again, guys. If you have questions or comments on the movie, we're going to be diving into it here in just a second. Send those in. We'll read them on the show, and we will discuss them. If you guys have something specific you want to talk about um, that's in the movie, we will stop our conversation and talk about it with your question to send that in. And, uh, of course, as always, we thank you guys so much for that.
0: Yeah, thank you. I do want to respond to that comment, that last comment really quick, Kylie. Kylie, I appreciate you so much. You you watch every episode and I really appreciate your support. (laughs) I will say though, in my opinion, Man of Steel is the best DCEU movie. And I don't care. Look, trash on Batman v Superman. Go ahead. I
2: don't trash on Batman V (laughs)
0: Superman. That doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me. Trash on Suicide Squad, please. Trash on Justice League. Yeah. Don't trash on Birds of Prey, please, even though I wouldn't hate you for doing that. Um, but please, I, I will defend Man of Steel to the death of me. I, look, I'll tell you guys one thing. I was not a big fan of Superman before Man of Steel. He was not even near my top ten favorite superheroes. Man of Steel elevated Superman to like being one of my top five favorite just superheroes in general. So I love Man of Steel. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, and I don't need to say anything else.
2: it. <laughs> that's a rat. Not just my
0: opinion but thank you kylie i really appreciate you viewing us and giving us uh the stream lab but <laughs> let's jump into it wonder woman 1984 this is gonna be very just an easy going conversation that. right we're all gonna agree on everything right i
3: want this poster on my wall so hard guys
2: so hard that's yeah, cool point. i need an update
0: right above your <laughs> bed. From that IMAX little little. I still had uh, it. I know. Three years later. Oh um, yeah. So man, how do we want to do this? Just. Well, I think we should do right? a roundtable style. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe start yeah, with our initial, maybe start with
3: our initial reactions, and then um, kind of just give like a, a brief brief synopsis of how we felt going in and how we felt afterwards, and then we each go around and uh, bring up something that we want to talk about, and again if you guys have questions the the viewers send those into the stream labs and we'll stop what we're doing and talk about those questions and topics but for now I think we just go off of what we want to talk about specifically no chronological order just kind of bring things up at a time I almost kind of want to go like start with what we liked and we <laughs> can do that too yeah so uh jacob if you want to you want to shoot it around to the to the, to the panel go for it
0: yeah so i i want to start with geo here here <laughs> i want to start with geo here look he's Obviously, um, a huge supporter of the DCEU, and we all love, we all love it to some extent, and we all love some of the movies in it. But Geo has has been a big supporter. I mean, he he has his own, uh, you know, podcast dedicated to the DCEU,
2: So and it
3: has a brand new name, guys. It does. It's so fancy and cool.
2: What is it? The name is, the Fandom United, a DC Enthusiast Podcast. Wow, in 2021. Well, it's already here right now. Uh, go subscribe, but yeah, that
0: it's for real. so. I know you were debating a title. That is the best title that I've heard from all the options because it's perfect. Because you, we do need the fandom to unite. But anyways, Geo, what are your thoughts on 84? Man, you've watched it more than once, I'm assuming. And uh, how are you feeling about it? How many times have you watched it?
2: I've only seen it twice so far. Um, It goes away uh, in about 20 days, so watch it when you can. (laughs) Yeah. Watch it every day for the next 20 days. Yeah. (laughs) Twice for me, those are rookie numbers. I got to pump those numbers up. But um, okay, so I think I speak for all of us when I say that we all saw it at home on HBO Max, right? We're in California. Yes, Yes. Okay. Except
3: Rachel, she went to the theater. You suck, Rachel. I know
2: Rachel. I'm so jealous. That's of you, Rachel. crazy. Awesome. Okay, so I won't waste any time. Uh, Wonder Woman, 1984, is a flawed movie, but also a feel-good movie. It's a movie that prioritizes themes and messages over the plot and i summed this up on my review and my channel to two words execution and explanation and we'll get into all of that i promise we will but if i were on rotten tomatoes would i give this a rotten no i would not um are there things that are wrong with it yes we are going to get into that specifically but there are moments in this movie where and i'm not the biggest wonder woman fan but i felt so much joy so much hope there were very two really specific scenes that made me feel very emotional and if a movie is able to do that you know it that right there it deserves you know at, at the very least some credit a very feel-good movie That I very much enjoyed. But yes, there are problems with this movie. Yes, it did not live up to my expectations, unfortunately. You guys know this. That first 1984 trailer with the 80s music, for me, that was the most rewatchable trailer of last year. Because it was so (laughs) good. And seeing what Patty Jenkins did with the first movie, Mm -hmm. I was really hoping that this movie would be like the dark Knight, where like the second movie is like so much better. Uh, it didn't live up to those uh, expectations, but I still very much enjoyed it and we'll get into why.
0: Awesome. Yeah. We're going to go, we're going to get into depth on this thing, but Brian, I just want to hear your initial thoughts really quick, man. Uh, I kind of honestly,
1: Geo kind of said it perfectly in my opinion. Is it a fantastic movie? No. It's 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 flawed. There's good and there's bad. It's it's not the best one and it's not the worst one. Um I do like the first Wonder Woman better still. Um that also plays into my liking of a good war movie, so that it, that kind of is a little bit skewed. But um not Geo actually kind of said it perfectly. I was expecting <laughs> geos to be a a little bit different but honestly i i i almost identically kind of echo what geo had to say i i could you definitely could tell that there was more the plot was not driven specifically by like one thing it was driven by like um well how did you describe it geo the like the certain meanings of like certain thing actions themes and
2: messages
1: yes messages that's what the that word like, i was
2: looking for plot convenience at times
1: yes messages was the word i was looking for there was definitely a lot of uh underlying messages that were shown and portrayed during this movie um and that may have made the plot uh in the main story like kind of take its hit but. Um, again, I don't think it's the worst movie and I don't think it's the best movie. It kind of sits right
3: in the middle for
0: me. Awesome. Uh, Jake, how about your initial thoughts, man?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat and I will, I will say this though. After my first viewing, I watched it the morning of Christmas. Uh, Myself and Gabby were here at the house doing stuff and I popped it on as soon as it became available. And, um, That was the wrong decision on my part because things were happening we were doing things and i wasn't able to put my soul focus like i would in a movie theater um so it's not that i had a bad experience i just didn't have the experience i wanted to have while watching the movie for the first time um and so my thoughts were were you know not what i expected because i wasn't able to focus on what i was watching i watched it again today uh, since then, and my thoughts have definitely changed. Um, I agree with that, what everybody is saying. Uh, it is 100% a very, very flawed movie. Um, it is very flawed, but it is not bad. Um, it kind of sits in this like mid-range. It just depends on what side of that range you're talking about. Um, it's not better than the first. Uh, it's it's kind of mid-pack, DCEU, uh, maybe upper tier, depending on how you feel about it um but there's it. it's also very weird because and i'll explain it more as we get into it but i can't explain why i mean there's one big explanation but i liked so much in this movie like so much but there's something that's sticking out that doesn't feel right to me that makes me think that i don't like it as much as i should like it it's really hard to explain but i've watched it twice now and i keep thinking to myself what is it about this movie that I don't like? And I can't really figure out what that is at this moment. Really? But, I I know exactly what. But there's That's something funny. there that is like, because I, I love everything about Diana. Love everything about her. I love what Kristen Wiig did with Cheetah. I love Pedro Pascal's performance. But there's like, we'll get into it but there's just something that like it's holding me back from saying i really like this movie because i'm mid-range i really am just like this middle of the pack it just kind of came out and i feel like it's just going to disappear which sucks
0: yeah i mean i i kind of agree with exactly what you said jake it, it there are a lot of good things in it and there's a lot of of great pieces to the puzzle that are amazing but <clears throat> the entire puzzle isn't amazing so i and look i wanted to love this movie like same you know, so, I i'm trying so hard much. to love it and, and and that's the thing it's not you know when like when suicide squad came out people knew it was bad right away like walking out of the theater some of us knew it was bad right away. But this one, it's not like that. You don't. I never once said, this is a bad movie. I just, to me, it's disappointing. And that's the best word I can use to describe it. It's honestly disappointing coming off of one of the best superhero movies in Wonder Woman. And then also in a DCEU, which that had gone on an upward trajectory. Uh, I mean, look- mm-hmm. Justice League was a mess, but we had Wonder Woman come out. Forget about Justice League. Because they were already... It was already a mess. It it was too, like... There was no way to save it, you know? But then you already had Aquaman being worked on, and then Shazam. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, all good to great, in my opinion. They were were on their way to, like, yes. Mm. And then I thought this was going to be another move up. But I don't know. This... I'm disappointed, but I also like really liked it. And honestly, I'm very forgiving for a lot of things. Like I, I'm usually the one like in the middle, but uh, I think we all kind of feel the same way, to be honest. I, so I want to say this, cause and I, I kind of want to start the round table off because
3: I, wa- I want to start off with something that we're going to talk about and then get to all the good stuff because I, I want to talk about the good stuff because it's a good chunk of the movie. I, I have a feel, lot. And Gio, I don't stuff. want you to feel like we're shitting on it because we're not we're not shitting on this, but I'm just going to say this. I mean, Gio was
0: honestly the most (laughs) pessimistic out of all of us so
3: far. So So, I'm going to say, I'll say this and I'll start off this way. The screenplay is a disaster. Yes. Screenplay is the the writing. The story is a mess. Okay. It's, it's, it's a very, very sloppy mess. And when I, when I say that, I mean that. And someone had mentioned this in the chat, but the pacing of the film the transitions between certain moments in the movie, how things are placed in the movie, character actions, um, progressions of certain things. A lot of it is very sloppy from a film standpoint. Now, I like it? I said earlier, I love everything with Diana. I really, really enjoy Kristen Wiggis' cheetah. But as far as everything that is happening, it is a big fat mess. And it sucks because the bones are there. The like the bones of the movie are really there but the execution of it was not what it should have been. And I'm not putting that on Patty Jenkins. I'm 100% not putting that on Patty Jenkins. I think she directed the hell out of this movie. I saw a YouTube video earlier saying did Wonder Woman in 1984 just cost Patty Jenkins Star Wars? I thought to myself what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Someone actually said that? That's yeah, like, Are you kidding me? Quick like, that, okay, that's stupid. First of all, like she directed the hell out of the movie. I don't know if this is the reason. I'm not going to say that this is the reason, but Jeff Johns being attached as a writer to this movie yeah. really hinders the project. It really hindered the project because I guarantee you it put a bind on what Patty Jenkins really wanted to do as not just a writer, but also possibly a director. Maybe she had to direct the script from standpoint, like exactly what it was instead of kind of going off base a little bit. And that hurts a director. That hurts a director. Now I'm not saying that's the sole reason, but seeing his name attached to it doesn't help. The script is a mess. It's not perfect. It's very sloppy, but Patty Jenkins did the best she possibly could with it. And it gave us a lot of great moments in this movie and character stuff for Diana herself, because ultimately whatever happens with villains, side characters, we've talked about it with Marvel, DC, Sony, like villains are bad sometimes, side characters are bad sometimes. As long as the hero is good, it's a redeemable movie. Everything with Diana is fucking brilliant. Mm -hmm. Everything outside of it, that's a discussion to be had.
0: So Uh, That's funny. Well, real quick, Brian, before I forget this, I was thinking, when you guys were talking, I was looking up the IMDb for the writers. Exactly. And I knew, exactly. I, I agree with that, Kylie. And I knew that Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns had a major a majority to do with the script. But look at this is Wonder Woman 84. Story by and story by is Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns. Basically, that means like they came up with the outline for the story. And then screenplay, actually writing the dialogue and everything is Patty Jenkins, Jeff Johns, and Dave Callahan, who's written a bunch. Some good stuff, some bad stuff. Look at Wonder Woman one, one right, one screenplay writer, Alan yep. Heinberg. Yep, one person writing the screenplay, making all the decisions on yep. the screenplay. Story by, and you might like this, Gio. Story by Zach, Zach Snyder, Carter. Alan Heinberg, and Jason Fuse. So, <clears throat> the thing is, no, and give Snyder credit for that. No, you no, that's a- that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I,
3: the only I was I'm not I'm not downgrading that. I'm just saying. He probably got that credit because he brought to life
0: Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, but then you're saying Alan Heinberg and just Jason – I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Jason Fuch and Alan Heimberg came up with the whole story, just them two. I don't know. I think Zack Snyder had more involved in that. But what my point is they had Patty Jenkins who, from what I know, I don't really know. Has she written a lot before? No. She did uh, get writing credits for Monster – Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: yes, yes.
0: So yes. she's not like, writing isn't, It's she's not like a Tarantino, right? Where she writes and directs everything, right? And then you have Jeff Johns, who's a great a legend, all-time legend in the comic book sphere, and even in comic book television as well. So you have just them two writing the screenplay, but then you have a, a writer who has a v- great TV history, Alan Heinberg writing Wonder Woman 1, <laughs> just one writer. So I think that's where it all started, was the story in the screenplay, which... Is what I wanted to get okay. to. Yeah. But
2: Joe, oh, go I'm
1: gonna let you end it. Okay. Go ahead. This was my number one thing that ruined this movie for me was plot and pace. Uh it, that pro- well, I won't say plot, pace is what killed me the most, and <laughs> just how all over it was. Um, I felt like I was doing this the whole entire movie. Instead of, like, you're, like, in, like, multiple, like, you, you typically, like, a movie, you'll maybe, like, either start low, build, down, and then build, and then conclude. Or, like, maybe even just, like, build, conclude, like, something. This one, I literally thought like I was going like this, like, the whole entire time. And that was what took me out of it, frankly. That was my biggest thing, and it's what hurt it the most for me that i i I, it it bothered me so much that it took me out of it that and that's and i watched it with my sister who does not know anything about comic books and these she watches them just for the fun of it the whole entire time she go she, she was asking me questions kind of going like wait did Did they just mean that or did, why did that just happen? And what, who, like she was so confused. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, if I'm having trouble with it and someone that's just watches these for the fun, enjoyable, like movie is having trouble with it. I know it's not just me being picky. Because my sister loves Wonder Woman. She I mean, it's the female, uh, the arguably the number one female comic book character of all time. So it for her for me to see her kind of going like, what? Like that that's what kind of made me think, okay, it's not just me. Cause like I I that was my fear. I'm like, is it me just being like annoying? Being like, but the pace it, it just it kind of being all over the place. Like I felt like we would just go from one place to another, then back to that place, then back to the other one, then to a new one, but then back to the original first one. And I was just kind of like, Oh my goodness. Like we couldn't just like tell something, move on, tell something, move like it. That was my biggest thing. Number one, biggest problem for me, the whole of the whole entire thing. I have, I have, it's funny because I'm looking at my list that I have, I have more likes than dislikes, but that specifically hurt it so much for me that it made me dislike
2: more. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to your point, Brian, the, the first two scenes that opened one Woman 1984 are really fun. I mean, the Amazonian Olympics, uh, which was I incredible. I loved that. That I was mean- probably my favorite one. Maybe even my favorite part. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I, I love that scene. I, I previously talked about it, but I love the Man of Steel opening scene where Joel is trying to retrieve the Codex during a time of Civil War on Krypton. This opening scene in Wonder Woman 1984 in a year where we were robbed of the 2020 Olympics and got these Amazonians doing Olympics and competition. Wow. Like I love that scene. I wish I had seen that on the big screen. And then the scene right afterwards where she's in the uh, Wonder Woman's uh, Saving the Day in the Great Mall. Okay. I mean, it, it's just, it's I I loved that
1: scene. I hated the actors, the robbers.
3: They were it's so. In, in, I think Brian, I think this is where it kind of the just recently watching it for the first time it's a massive callback to uh, Richard cinema. Superman.
2: So I think that was a little Richard
3: Donner, Superman specifically. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the way they were in those movies. Okay.
2: Well then that that's me just
3: not knowing that. Yeah. Go
1: and, ahead. G. Uh, Sorry. Uh,
2: yeah. No, no, you're fine. And something that stuck out with that scene is how the movie kept cutting back to these little girls and how they were viewing this wonder woman character. And it, it's very much how I, I thought young girls that were watching this movie um, would feel and this is the kind of movie that they wanted after that we don't get another action uh, fight sequence or action scene until what when she's uh trying to take down maxwell and his guards it's the highway egypt. scene in egypt the highway um, scene in egypt yeah it was that um, long yep yeah it's, wow. it's i have it mapped out
3: on our on our dashboard this is the next major scene oh wow
2: yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. In between then, there's a lot of stuff uh, going on, uh, some good stuff. I mean, we – and we could talk – There's guess a lot of good stuff them. in between that. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, y- you're introduced to Maxwell Lord, who's uh, somebody that I called very comical at first, and he's dancing and wearing a mask, and that could be intentional because he's trying to win Barbara over um, and just get what he wants. So a little – He's particular.
1: a talker, a smoozer.
2: Right. Con man, and, and then we're introduced. Uh, he's not a con first- man. What's up, member?
1: Now, J- Jacob called him a con man. I said, He's not a con man. <laughs> he screams, I'm not a con man.
2: Yeah, um, and, and then we get Steve Trevor reintroduced, but but it's not Steve Trevor. Uh, even though she believes the Steve Trevor, but she's not seeing Steve Trevor or Chris Pine. Let's, that was a little bit confusing for me. How'd you guys feel about that? Let's
3: let's talk about this. This might've been one of the worst moves the movie could have made. Because, and I get it, like the stone brings back the spirit of the person you love if you're wishing for someone to come back. But why not yeah, just- but we didn't know that that was the Why, what, like, why not just, just bring him back? Like, why do we have to put him inside a body? Like it that's what like why or make him out of clay, like like not, uh, well, not just that, but like what what is the what was the overall point of putting him inside someone else's body? There was no reason. There was no reasoning behind him being hidden. Like nobody knows who he is. It's 50 years in the future. Like they died years could, ago, they're not gonna recognize
1: him. The like, only thing I could think of is like in their mind that's the like realist way someone would come back
3: but, but like but why not just bring him back like I the don't stone know. the stone could mm. literally do everything yeah but you brought someone back by putting their spirit in a body okay and then my big question is so that dude just woke up and thought it was the next day
1: yeah, because didn't he say? You know, did he say? He explanation?
3: Like, no, he, he explanation. literally walked up at the yeah. end of the movie like nothing had happened. Like like nothing had happened. It made I no just, sense as to why they just why they wouldn't just bring him back and give well, him an
0: body. All of that is in the script. Like that's, what I'm not, saying. That's, exactly that's not that's I exactly mean. directing. That's not anything else. That's the writers chose to make that decision. It's, it's a massive plot hole. It's a massive plot hole. And the thing is, my only explanation, like I kept trying to think of of reasons why. And I was like, okay, maybe the stone can't actually bring a physical like life being back. Right. We see it. We saw it bring artificial things like missiles, like walls, whatever. But maybe it can't actually create life. So it has to just but then it's like, oh, but it can bring an entire conscience back from death. Or, okay. Then, Rachel okay, exactly what I thought. Was
2: happening.
0: And then he he like, uh the other guy is dead now, right? I mean, unless if Steve stays in this body forever, the other guy's dead. like this is what I thought
1: was happening for a while. In my sister, oh, too. Oh yeah. My sister-
0: okay. Oh, but other I'm not people gonna... do interact with them though, right? chuck stop it i'm
1: not even gonna touch that because that is just so (laughs) people hitting that is just
0: a lot of people
2: are trying to start uh, something over that they're always trying to start something did you guys see the stuff i sent about soul i mean yeah
3: and that's a that's a whole other conversation
2: yeah honestly
1: people are too
2: about this stuff
3: that whole
1: topic then you need to criticize every body switching movie and every single thing that happens, and well, maybe maybe they kiss uh like um someone kisses someone else in said body smash. I'm past that. I'm overlooking that. What I want to know is why did they do it in the first place? Well, why did, see, they're not, not why here's, did they do here's the
3: weird the thing, thing with this? This is so weird, and this is what I was talking about earlier. If they would have given me a reason. I would have been okay with it. Well, they should have explained it, and there was they should have, there was no just one line of dialogue. There was I'll not take. a single piece of dialogue or information said as to why he was put in a body and instead of being brought back. Go, Gio.
2: Okay, so it, t- to that point, Jake, it, it's kind of a double edged sword. Okay, so it, it's it, it's a lose lose. You bring him back in his body, people are gonna not believe it they're gonna argue or criticize it whatever if you do the the way that they did you get like what we see in the chat um but i think this movie several times it explained to us explains to us why steve trevor comes back i mean there's you know the the scene where she's having dinner by herself outside the cafe and then she looks up at the airplane Like, yeah, it's been 60 something years, but clearly she's still not over it. And then you have this one opportunity with this stone. And again, Mm. she, she, um, I believe that she's not even taking it serious, but she does it anyway, which is why maybe she would have, you know, thought about the wish and be like, bring back the real Steve Trevor, but she's holding the stone and she's just, you know, she doesn't say it, she thinks it. And yeah, who knows what she what yeah, her actual voila, we, was. But again, too. lines look, of
3: dialogue. That that scene that sh- she was she was wishing to bring him back. Like that. Yeah, of course. Was. But like, she, she could not do that. All her I'm saying, wording could have been different. all I'm saying is like whatever she said. If they would have given me a reason as to why he was in that body and not his own, I would have been totally okay with it. His body was blown up. I. <laughs> I think that he should have just... So, isn't Diana hold on, made hold on, out of hold on, clay? Hold on, hold, on, hold on. So the stone can bring up a wall out of nowhere in
2: Egypt, but it can't resurrect a body. You can't have it that easy. Okay.
0: Uh, uh, okay. So it created
2: <laughs> nuclear missiles out of thin air. I, I hear soul. you, Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake you. I hear you. Jake, I, I hear you, Jake. I, I, I'm not saying you're seeing things or... You're the just stone literally things. killed someone. It killed a woman in the kitchen. <laughs>
1: it caused the person to kill her. Oh no, that's right. You're right. It made her have a heart attack.
3: Yeah,
2: the stone okay. killed her. I mean, hey, he she can bring the body back. Hey, I mean, he renounced his wish, right? Really? Yeah, but it's it had. But he's saying
1: it had the we power to know. kill
2: people. Well,
0: I think, and we will we we'll talk about this, but once Pedro Pascal, once Max Lord renounced his wish, his, everything yes, that yes, hold on, the stone brought to life cows out of nowhere. Oh, thank it, you. Okay, if that's true... we don't know that. It could have pulled cows from... He literally said they showed up out of nowhere. He said they
3: showed up out of nowhere.
0: It could have teleported them, possibly. It could have. We don't know, but... What I'm saying is... He could have honestly been been talking to his ghost. So I think there's going to be a lot of questions that come up about people renouncing their wishes and stuff like that. To me, once Maxwell Lord renounced his wish, every wish that he granted was then renounced. That... Because if his wish is renounced, everything that he did being the stone is taken back, in, in my opinion, because he was never the stone. I don't see that's the thing that's that's kind of wonky with that's the how I, see and look, it. I
3: and I am not saying that I didn't like the idea of the dream stone. I think that the mythology behind it with the gods yeah. and how Diana explained it about the gods in in, in their this certain universal elements inside these objects, right, is a really cool thing. I because- liked
1: that. That was cool. The because, fact that look, there's look, items on
3: If they could do seven movies and each one of them could be an object and I'd be totally okay with it. That'd be so cool. I would totally be okay with it. But there was no like rules set as to what the stone could actually do. So yes, Jacob, I kind of agree with you that once he said that everything sh- should have been washed away. But at the same time, Barbara didn't say anything. So is she still
0: cheetah? But the thing is, he didn't grant. Oh, okay. He granted her cheetah wish. He didn't grant her initial wish to be powerful. And sexy I know, but and so, all that But stuff. that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's her
1: apex predator wish. But that's what yeah. I'm saying.
3: Like, is the stone? Even though he's the stone, and that I think that wish. What he said was he's stopping to be the dream stone, but the dream stone actually didn't get destroyed. No, I don't think it
0: did. And you know what's funny about that. I which, think Barbara, means,
3: which means that everybody's wish still had
0: to be renounced. But Possibly, here is the thing: the movie didn't explain that. It that's to what I am saying. Audience, yeah, it exactly. didn't explain it. So exactly. we don't even know yeah. if that's true. And honest, and not everybody who made a wish was watching the TV right at that time. So, so, I, so. I assumed that the reason this, I
1: I assumed that the stone for the most part can't be destroyed it kind of like wipes out a civilization and then goes back to being a stone and then reappears, wipes out a civilization, goes back to being a stone disappears. So So like, yeah. Yeah. So like had no one renounced its wish, everyone would eventually die or whatever at some point. And then Pedro, all the magic or whatever in Pedro Pascal, would revert back to being a stone and so on and so forth. So that's what I took it as,
2: but I don't want to sit here talking about. All right. Well, that. some positives. Uh, We got Steve Trevor back and let me tell you, seeing Steve Trevor and Diana Prince on screen together. He was great. Awesome. He was I, I great. Thought, I talked about it um, in my review, but the roles were very much reversed from the first movie. You know, Steve Trevor is now the guy who's in this new world in his mind, and Diana Prince is now the expert. You know, like in the first movie, she tries ice cream for the first time and it was like, oh my God. In this movie, he's eating Pop Tarts and he's like, oh my God. And the, not just the, that, but
3: la- he spiked off a trash can, guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: The laugh out loud moment for me watching this movie there's a scene where they're walking he sees breakdancing mm-hmm. and some kid does a windmill and he just freaks out and according to patty jenkins that was improvised by uh chris pine he went to fight pot. fight the person the what
1: he they said he it was a reaction he was going to fight the person that was yeah his.
2: yeah it was it was so funny but You know, even though, again, the execution wasn't that good, it gave us the two of them back on screen together, which for the most part worked. And the peak of it was when she had to say goodbye to Mm -hmm. him again. Well, Mm -hmm. maybe not again, but she got her proper goodbye because in the first movie, she didn't get to say goodbye. Really, her hearing was out. You know, she was uh, not entirely all there. She was collecting herself and Steve Trevor was saying all these kind words. So she didn't really get to say goodbye, but in this one she did. And let me tell you, Gal Gadot, she's great in this movie. Her acting is never better than in that scene where she has to bring out that emotion to say goodbye once again, to say, I'll never love again. And just, it was so impactful, so emotional and talk about it you guys i want to know your thoughts i
1: love them together yeah every every yes. and okay here's my thing the thing that made the ending to me actually like me actually care was because of how good those two were with each other throughout the whole entire movie like i i i literally felt sad when she's saying goodbye to him like i'm like no, like I don't want him to leave because I, I, have enjoyed them this whole entire movie together. Like I want to see him more with just keep going. So that that was great to me. I loved that part. I loved those two together the whole entire movie. It she she nailed it. You I agree. She gets better every single time she does a role. Um, and to me that those two. Saved this movie from being totally panned because you care about them so much, you care about their relationship so much, and the emotion at the end of her having to choose to say goodbye, and then her going off, like at where she turns away and then runs down the street. Like I loved that, loved that. I think that to me was probably one of the best parts of the whole entire movie. Is is their
3: relationship probably was the best part uh um, yeah i before i get going before i start i want to or before jacob starts i want to read the one of the stream labs we had came and kylie had, had thrown in stream labs um okay. thank you kylie again and she said so i'm really not a fan of this movie in the 80s like i feel like the cold war is so overplayed in comic book movies wish they did a less played wartime like they did with world war one vietnam war time period would seem so much better especially with 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 wishes excuse me um yeah i mean I mean, it, it's interesting because the Cold War aspect only came into play at the very end. Uh, it never really was like a major thing until the very end of the movie when all the wishes kind of went bonkers. But I totally see where it coming from. Um, the year
1: kind of didn't really matter. It was more just that it was the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like they honestly could have
0: just said 87. Yeah. 82. Oh, yeah. The Two. specific year didn't matter. But yeah. honestly, even the 80s, you could have set this movie in any time, honestly, and just changed. Like if you said it in the nineties, Steve Trevor would have been wearing nineties stuff instead. And they would have been doing nineties things around. Yep, but uh, I agree. I don't think the eighties was like the eighties didn't make the movie for me. It didn't help it at all. I will. So going
3: off what we were talking about with Diana and, and Steve, I think that they were definitely the best part of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. What Gio was saying about, about, gals acting she has come miles from where she was just a few years ago but i will also say this she might be one of my favorite actresses working today with action specifically she really sells action as an actress Mm -hmm. um she does a really really good job of selling that she's involved in these set pieces as an actress and of course there's times where she's not but she's involved in a lot of it. You can tell. She it's not wonky. It feels very fluid. Um, and it it makes those moments that much better because you want to see this character of Wonder Woman really kicking ass. The mall fight, the White House, the highway. Um, I never once thought, oh, like she pulled a punch, or or no, like that wasn't fully engaged in enough, or, or anything like that. Like, I was fully sold on her in these action set pieces. And that's what you want from someone portraying a superhero. She's uh,
1: fantastic at that. Yeah, her, her, fantastic. Her, act, her
3: acting in general has come a very, very long way. But I am so impressed with her as an action actress more than anything because there were some big set pieces in this movie. And let me tell you, the stuff with the whip is fucking insane. The whip I, is the, the best, Alaska, best weapon. Alaska the last might be the superstar all-star of this movie. The creative genius that they put in her ability to use that, and how far she has come from, you know, uh, Wonder Woman one to now with the ability of using that whip, the swinging from things, the using it as a as a shield from bullets, the power throw with it. I mean, there's momentum to fly. I I love the thing where yeah that I love it the of four when he swings it and then, <laughs> well that I love the bit, the thing in the mall where she throws it behind her and she lassos two guys behind her like that yeah was I'm like she's not even looking yeah <laughs> it was so cool and 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 everything about it was awesome um but but going back to to Steve and Diana I know there's a lot of good scenes between them for me personally yeah I mean yeah 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 so definitely um th- this was this was my favorite. Oh, um, I love this. Th- this scene between the two of them because of the meaning of it. And it comes into play a little bit later. Um, but it, it really did feel like we were watching two people in this jet. Steve, obviously being in a jet for the first time in a long time, um, they were experiencing this thing together and it felt very real. One of the like more real moments in the movie. Um, plus the dialogue helps of like, You know, it's just it's just wind and air and you just learn how to ride it and catch it like the dialogue of flying is so brilliant on their end. That's one of the best dialogue pieces in the whole movie. Um, I just saw this. Yes, Rachel, I have a thing about whips. You're right. Um, (laughs) Which is so true. Uh, But yeah, I just Steve and Diane, I think they were great. I think that the way that they ended was great. Um, Steve Trevor is officially gone. He won't be coming back. There's no way possibly he can come back, which does suck. I also read the comics of Wonder Woman. You know, he got brought back into present day. He was a big part of stuff. You know, we won't be seeing that. Um, But if they, they take things in the right direction, uh, he served his purpose. It sucks, but he served the Peggy Carter's purpose uh, to Captain America. Peggy Carter served that to, to cap in those movies. He is kind of starting to do that a little bit now to her and moving her forward to where she is supposed to go and supposed to be. And ultimately that's what he was there for. But Chris Pine is great at what he does. There's great moments like him learning how to fight in this modern age throughout the movie is really smart too. in that white house where he's like, I just learned how to do that. And he's like (laughs) doing stuff. He does it so well. So I can't complain about, about having them on screen together because they were great.
1: Can I ask a question for Gio?
2: Yes. The o- with uh, well, I
1: second that latter part, Chuck. Well,
2: Brian, oh. um, go to Streamlabs, donate, and then I'll.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> in the in the comics, can, is she, can she create invisibility, or do they just make
3: that up so she can it's, have an invisible? No, day? it's an invisible. It's an invisible that she can't create it.
2: Yeah. Okay. And so they. By the way, I loved the way that they did that. Like, we're getting so many complaints online about that. You, you know why I love Vigio?
0: Why? Because there was a fucking explanation. That yes, they didn't just daughter. do it. And the thing is, explanation doesn't mean like full five minutes, just one line. That's she literally
3: said while doing it, you can see her hands, and they put the invisibility in her hand as, as she's doing it. She's literally going, yeah, my dad did this with the mascara. And then she goes, Poof. and I'm like, Perfect, that's all I needed to know. And it worked. Oh. it worked, and I wish I'd seen it in IMAX. Yeah, so so Brian, so she had said that my father so see, did this to My hide sister the was talking to me during this time. Oh you yeah. so I didn't catch that. that. So, so I, I heard her say about something Zeus, about Zeus. One of Zeus's powers in this world is invisible. He's able to to hide things, and he mm. hid the mascara oh. by essentially touching it. And Diana has over the last 50 years, as she said, been trying to learn the power. And she was only able to do it to a coffee cup and she goes, I lost the coffee cup. I caught and, that. Okay. <laughs> I caught I caught everything
1: other than the themiscare He did it to hid things. That that just took it for I was gonna say, Geo, I hated that. Now I love it. Because I so that see, that's why I need to watch it again. Because my sister, during I literally know the exact moment, she goes, Wonder Woman can make things invisible. And I, I was like, oh, You just thought she did it out of nowhere. Yeah, like, I just I thought she literally said, My oh, dad can do the this. The explanation
0: so. was great. Okay, because she has some of Zeus's abilities because she's, yeah, his daughter. That I got, daughter. I got did, that. You guys right. remember, did they say Zeus died in when Ares? They never like said battled anything. them. Remember no. when they give that history lesson? Do All you guys think we'll ever see Zeus in a Wonder Woman movie?
2: No, maybe in the Amazonian spinoff
0: if that ever happens. Uh, and well, we did see him or is Snyder in the first in one. The scene. Remember hey, the first one? In that had, little animation,
3: though, right or no? In the in the first one, they had those flashbacks, the very art mm. artistic style. Wasn't flashbacks. he in the Justice the Justice League flashback too? He yeah. was in that
1: yeah. as well.
0: Yes. Oh, I think yeah. we might see him. Honestly. Oh, you're gonna see more of okay. him. Like if they make five Wonder Woman movies, I think we'll there'll be some big storyline where that because I like look, I love Greek mythology, and I love how they tie the Wonder Woman character into it, and how the first. Movie, she's dealing with the god of war, and then this one she's dealing with the god of lies. Um, and which is kind of cool how they they play on that. Maybe we're wrong.
1: Uh, then now she said that that reminds me, well, It just like, like oh, so maybe they, they are
0: dead. They could say Zeus survived somehow, they, they could easily yeah, they, do that. They
1: could bring him back, but okay, that's that. so funny because the invisibility thing literally went from one of my number one dislikes to one oh, of my biggest I,
0: likes. I love that scene because look, I don't, they're never going to do where Wonder Woman has an invisible jet like that, like where she just has one all the time. They're never going to do that. This was the coolest Easter egg, honestly, and okay. like, one of the coolest course- eggs ever in a comic book movie. But I will say real quick, obviously Steve, Tr- Chris Pine is amazing. Their chemistry is incredible. One of the best superhero couples uh, ever in any comic book movie um i in both films and i it sucks because i don't think they are going to bring him back but you never know but you i still
3: agree I, I will say this. that. sorry they Dave, but i mean
0: but to add
3: for, for what someone just commented this is the way that patty jenkins brings him back he's in rogue
0: fucking squadron <laughs> oh god well, I mean, yeah, but Gal Gadot won't be in that. Yeah, but I would love to see him in that for for damn sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's that that is a great part. And the thing is, bringing Steve Trevor back was genius. How they did it is yeah. questionable. Yeah, the,
1: questionable. The, the
3: music during the invisible jet scene was bonkers. That yeah. whole scene was amazing. Was the fireworks stuff. Was bonkers. I love when he went Fourth of July? It, it, and you know th- that's that's a debate because Kristen Wig was giving a homeless guy food and, he, and she said keep warm. Does that happen during the Fourth of July? I don't know. I mean, whatever. You know, it could be a plot hole, but that's just my thought. Well, um, I mean, also
1: they're celebrating the Fourth of July in England, so
3: yeah, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just realized
1: that. Um, oh the, no, they're not. Yeah, a, they're, they're in D.C. D.C. They're oh, D.C. In, oh, shit! That's right. That's right. What the <laughs> hell?
3: Sorry. Idiot. Yeah, um, uh let, let's, let's move on to something bigger. Cause we, we need to talk about, we need to talk about this. We got, we got to talk about her guys. Yes. Uh, that's what I'm going to bring
0: it. up. Uh, um, look, they should have, she should have been involved more. The character. Look, honestly, they should have made straight up. Cheetah's the main villain of this film. In my opinion, I disagree. I like Kristen Wiig as Cheetah throughout the whole entire movie. That's uh, and I you know, Wait, wait, I did it, you say
3: they needed to make her the main
0: villain? I, look, the thing is, the only reason, movie? the reason why, like, <laughs> they needed the that. whole wishing stone and Maxwell Lord and all that to bring Steve Trevor back, right? But other than that, if they could have found a different way to bring Steve Trevor in this movie somehow. So I want to see a Cheetah you know, Wonder, Wonder Woman film because what are we going to do? We're going to go five I mean, years from now in Wonder Woman three. They're not going to do. They're not going to bring Cheetah back as so, a main villain. So, they're so hold on, gonna, hold on, Brian. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to say this real quick.
3: You're going to take what I'm going to say. I I agree with Mm -hmm. Jacob. I think that the plot of the movie did not require her at all. Personally. Now, I said this earlier. I think Kristen Wig fucking murdered the role. I think the look of Cheetah was great. I think that she is an awesome character. but But Cheetah is Wonder Woman's big bad. Yep. That is, it is her big bad. It is Spider-Man's Green Goblin. It is Captain America's Red Skull. It is her big bad. And I get it. This could possibly be a setup for her being a big bad in a future movie. Like, sure. But they came out and said that Wonder Woman 3 is going to be set during present day. 30 years from now, Kristen Wiig is probably like, what, in the 50s, 60s? I don't think she's going to age. I think they're going to say something. That's I think her first wish is tr- stayed true and so, the second one. I will went just say away. this. If if they evolve her into a villain in the next movie, that's fine. She was a waste to me in this movie because she was so underused and she felt like she did not matter. She felt like she did not matter. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to say it really quick before someone else says it.
1: <clears throat> I wish they would have de- kept all the Barbara stuff and stopped after she says, I want to be an apex predator. Mm. And then she disappears. And then maybe number three. Now it's cheetah. I, because yep. she, uh, it's funny to me going into this movie from the second she was cast. I I was like horrible casting, not looking forward to it. Blah 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 blah. She was my favorite part of this whole entire movie. Cheetah, I loved her story from the second it started to the <clears throat> second she made that apex predator wish. The set I did not like when I loved the fight scene. But I don't like the fact that she, they fight in the water. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm thinking she's going to die. And I'm like, really? Probably should have, but whatever. But I mean, if she's saying, like, I'm sorry, and she shocks her, and then you see her, like, floating, and then Diane takes her out and she's alive, I'm like,
0: "Eh, just for hurting her, she's sorry.
3: Well, yeah. it, it's, she was just there. So, Diana, she was there for a fighting piece against Wonder Woman. That's what she was there for. 100%. Well, the thing is, if Cheetah wasn't there, she would have got to Maxwell Order and ended it right away. And that's I know what she was there for. And I get it. But, like we have been saying, she is She is Wonder Woman's big bad. Yeah. She is the number one villain of the character. I, and, I just want to. And I, I agree with Brian. I agree phenomenal. with Brian. I think Kristen Wiig was brilliant. I also think she probably looked the best she's ever looked on screen. She looked yeah. incredible. She like, looks I'll great. I mean, look, look. I'll pull up this picture, she, guys. She looks fire right here when <laughs> she walks into the, the
1: party. Like, like, and oh, oh I love right the reaction right of
0: the she retail store
1: girl of the I'm retail store like, lady like, when she's she like, "Oh great. my
0: god, you look amazing." It, <laughs> I just,
3: it's, it's a bummer because. There's moments with this character, I think to myself, like, okay, she is this awesome character, right? Barbara, they're building her up to be this really, like, you know, sensitive girl who doesn't know, like, a lot of things. Like, they're building this friendship with Diana. I get it. And then she gets, like, these powers. She feels a little bit more, you know, cooler, a little bit more just powerful on her own. And then her switch happens out of nowhere. For me personally... It happens out oh, of, her, of being a villain. Yeah, it kind of happens like. randomly. randomly I,
2: I have an get, argument.
3: Uh, I agree you know, with you. I can't look, okay, hold on a sec. Hold on. So she helps Diana. She helps Diana. She goes on a run because she's just found out some information. This guy who basically, you know, was on the verge of attacking her comes up to her again, which is fine. I understand the frustration she has. The next scene with her. She's helping Diana. It Watch it back. The next scene after that scene, she is helping Diana.
1: Yeah, but it's for ulterior motive. Well, well just because we don't know guy who that.
0: Trying to assault her doesn't mean she's all evil now.
3: I will also say, how did she know that they were at the White House? Anybody? I don't. That Anybody? See, that's. That's nitpicking to me. It, that happens in every movie though. I don't know that, like that why was she helping movie. Max Lore all this in? Like I mean
0: because she is, didn't want her, her powers yeah. to be taken away. Yeah. Look, they're investigating the whole thing and then Wonder Woman's like we either have to they're like we have to destroy him or and have everybody renounce their wish. And th- at that point you see Kristen Wiig like looking around like oh hell no, no one's taking my powers away and she li- disappears. Her her being able to keep her powers is a big I, enough I motivation that. for me I, for her to turn villain. I, I get that. It just – it felt very sudden on my end. But she didn't know that it was going to come to her having to lose her powers until that moment. Until that moment, she didn't know her powers were at stake. Like that, So now she's like – she doesn't care about Maxwell Lord, but she knows I have to protect him in order to keep my powers. And that was oh, it. She
3: so, she, so the number one villain of Wonder Woman became a henchwoman. No,
0: I'm saying yeah. I mean, that's what they did in this movie. But what I'm saying is that it didn't come out of nowhere. She didn't even become a villain. She just all she cared about was per- keeping those powers. And even when Wonder Woman says renounce your wish, she says never. And so, yeah, but go. no, the, the movie did the character wrong, honestly. But Kristen Wig did a great job
1: here
0: All right,
2: you hey, we're going to do this you guys you? know what what oh no you guys know i love dc okay but it's uh it's time to give barbara some tough love um her origins it's shit i've seen before i thought immediately of uh Jamie fox's electro in amazing spider-man 2. and uh jim carrey's edward nigma in batman forever just you know it's a character that's constantly stepped on not recognized, not really respected doesn't
1: geo i think that. she was a tony stark ex-employee too in this movie right
2: might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so uh, i mean her origins were something that we'd seen before and that annoyed me the most however her transformation throughout the movie for me was were some of the best parts Um, the scene where she is at the gym lifting like ten pound weights, and then all of a sudden she's powerlifting four hundred pounds easily. I mean, one of the better parts. Um, her kicking that drunk guy's teeth in. I mean, just having the opportunity to do that. uh, She's not handling it the best way, but I was rooting for her in that scene. Oh, of course.
3: I'm told. I mean, the guys. The guy was the douchiest the of douchebags you've ever seen in your life. Like sure. uh, I want to see him kick 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 the guy's ass, but I just felt like it was at that moment, I felt like it was slightly quick on on my
2: end, anyway. And then I, uh, the White House scene. Again, like this <sighs> the the rules about this stone and how things are explained aren't the best. But we don't get this scene without that and for me it worked um just wonder woman getting her ass handed to um not just because of that but a full strength wonder woman would have taken barbara down easily so given the context oh man i'm thankful that we got that fight um and to you guys' point about you know whether or not she'll come back remember her wish is, I wish I could be like Diana. Diana mm-hmm. doesn't age. Mm-hmm. I agree. She could very well be, you know, looking entirely the same. Have hasn't aged a day, uh, a day by the time uh, the third movie comes, which will be set in the modern era. That is confirmed. Thank um, God. That's if she kept her first wish, which I think she did. She did. She, I think she
0: when she said, I renounced my wish, it only did the second one, and that's very smart of them. But she, but she, but she never said, I renounce my wish. So, so to your point, I when Max she did, says,
2: mm-hmm. when
0: Max, they says, didn't show it, but she, it was implied when they showed her, and the cheetah
2: stuff was gone. When uh, maybe, so the explanation that was said earlier, when Max says, I renounce my wish, and everyone's wish that he granted all of a sudden went away. Well, let's stick with that explanation. Then that means Barbara um, reverts back from cheetah form to a human, right? Her first wish about being like Diana mm-hmm. wasn't granted by Max. It was granted exactly. by the stone. But then Max is the stone. No, I think – I, I don't I know first, so if you so, think – her wishes early on before hand. Max even so, touched it.
0: It wouldn't take away anything before Max became the the stone. But also, Geo, to your point, she said, I want to be strong like Diana. So that means she's as strong as Wonder Woman when she says that. So she was at full strength fighting Wonder Woman at half strength, which is – that's why she was able to go toe-to-toe with her. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, but – But Diana is a trained fighter. So that if they
2: were both at full strength, Diana would have won easily. The Man of Steel lesson, right? You can have all these powers and whatnot, but – uh hey real, real quick this
3: is a really good point then diana wouldn't have needed to revoke steve either
0: no that's well I to get her powers back she's though. kept all of her she stuff needed it to get her full strength so she could go fight Chita no and yes, on yes. no i that's agree but diana's thing.
3: wish was early on before max too that's all i'm
0: saying yeah well she was like beat up she couldn't have gone and fought and flew and fought Maxwell Lord and Cheetah. Like if
2: she didn't renounce her wish, that was and the this only movie, movie needed a villain. I mean, yeah, maybe not Cheetah, but you need somebody for Wonder woman to fight and at the end of the day. Yeah. It is and, a superhero movie. And yeah, fight Maxwell Lord.
3: I, I agree with you, Gio. And, and like I said earlier, if, if this is a setup for her being the big bad in one, Woman three, I'm all for it because yeah, this, be could, that too. this would essentially be like what Nolan was trying to do with the Joker in the dark Knight series. Right? Joker 2, Joker 3. That's essentially what he was trying to do. Um, And I'd be down for it because she's supposed to be the big, big bad. She's supposed to be the big bad. And I would love to see her back. Um, We do have a couple more things to talk about with this movie, though. We have two major things in my opinion. Well, I guess three, technically. Um, One of them is the Golden Eagle armor. I love that whole story. The second is the flight. And the third is the post credit scene. Before we get to those, I do want to throw these up because I have them and I haven't used them. But what do we think of her look?
2: It was. I, uh, I ahead, want guys. shorter hair. You guys, go ahead.
1: I I, just, I dig it. I dig it. I Jake can you throw up the the first one you put? I want that except short hair and like slicked back. Really? Yeah.
0: Like nah. Well, that's kind of in the most recent comics with yeah. shorter yes. hair. Yes. That's that's what I yeah. like. Um, I, like I don't but hate it. I don't love That's it so
1: nitpicky for me. By the way, that by yeah. It, I, mean, I had to stay true to
0: Barbara's hair
3: in you
1: know? the yeah, trailer.
0: Looked better than it looked in the trailer.
3: Okay, fair. I, 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 I did
0: her. like when she was covered with the wings and Cheetah was clawing at
3: her. So, so I want to because because I want I want to bring this up. So, I know, Brian, you had said the Golden Eagle armor. First of all, I agree with you. The the story behind it was insanely awesome. I loved that. It was incredible. Like, the look of it, the story, everything about it. My question is, why was Cheetah able to break stuff off of it if
2: it was built from the strongest of Amazonian warriors? Because... None of them were as strong as Diana, who is the daughter of Zeus, and unless they're I, all the daughter or son of Zeus. I assume I mean, because... I that, like, at the
3: same time, it felt very weird that they built up this armor to be
0: the biggest thing like ever, and then Cheetah's just like wrecking well, it like no other. I agree with you. I was thinking that, but now I'm like, okay, they set up Cheetah to be very strong. Then, I, well, I mean, she's okay.
1: essentially... Cheetah is essentially... As weird as it sounds, a demigod kind of like Wonder Woman is.
0: So, I mean, de- there's this- a furry
3: Wonder Woman.
1: Well, That's yeah, where this- she
0: gets her powers in the comics, which I hope they go back to. Like I hope they do that in the future. I well, love. we she- know
3: that Barbara is huge into history. Mm-hmm. She's, she's going to try to find a reason to go back to what she is. I think she I kept
0: love- her powers. She's going to go research and find that cheetah god and then get the cheetah powers back, too. Yep.
3: Yeah. yep. Agreed. But
1: I'm with you Gio on this. Like I'm, I don't care as much about this. Uh, like the, what they're saying, like the, why is she able to break the, it doesn't bother me at all. I love the part when it's damaged and she just goes, and so, it falls I, off.
3: I, I love that. Like, the only reason it why it I was bitch. saying that is because it felt like the armor was being shattered so much. It just felt like it was unnecessary for her to
0: wear which well, is why I bring that up. That's the thing. I don't think she needed the armor at all in the first that's, place that's because she saying. got her like, full, I,
2: drink back before if, she went and fought If
3: Barbara was just going to wreck shop to it. Why even put it on?
2: like, that cool. that was, yeah, like, like Symbolism because it looks freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah <I'm with> <laughs> I,
3: I get it. Look, the armor looks incredible. Like I think it's awesome the way she flew in and everything, but at the same time we have to look at it from a different po- point of view and be like, well, what's the real reason of her wearing it then? Jake, can I do the other picture that you
2: have? I can't this wait one. to review the next Marvel movie. You know, we're gonna this one. I love we're gonna it. Have I have a lot of fun already.
1: I know, I just like it.
3: Gio, I'm Gio, not shitting, I'm not shitting Gio, on the I'm to, I love everything. I'm just, I'm just getting it. to the I'm just diving into it and I'm just trying to understand it all because, like I told you guys earlier, I was very confused by it all. And the armor was one of them because I thought to myself, like, look, it looks incredible. The story is incredible. I think that it she uses it very well, but at the same time, like, did she really
2: need it? I I don't care. Did I, Captain America need his old nineteen forty something outfit a- to go fight Shield?
3: That's not God's armor. I'm just saying that. Like that's. I'm not. I'm not comparing this to
0: Captain America right and now. And I can't believe I I'm just asking. That. I you know, love. I'm Winter asking a Soldier. legitimate question, dude. Like I I'm just love. Trying, get to, like, I'm <laughs> I trying to get to the bottom. Like I'm trying to keep going. Keep going. No, I'm just kidding. I oh, love. I love. I what you're
1: I I honestly, truly think, to for what Jake is saying, the people that Artemis fought were not as powerful as Cheetah. Well, they were regular Cheetah- men they were regular men trying to take the mascara they might have been a little bit stronger but they are not strong enough they are not gods to otherwise they would have overrun overrun artemis now you throw someone like wonder woman level of power they probably would have beaten the shit out of artemis and she it wouldn't have been as as much of a fight Cheetah is next tier to those Spartan-looking people. So I think, personally, that's why it got destroyed. And I would like to say, months and months and months ago, I said that that armor would literally be used... Because she would claw
0: her. And that was exactly what it was. Yeah, maybe
2: it shows how powerful Cheetah... Well, that's exactly. the point,
0: I think, is what they were trying to show how powerful Cheetah was. Because Cheetah was, one, as strong as Diana. Mm-hmm. Two, made an apex predator, given the extra power of the Cheetah powers. So, I guess she's just super powerful. Like, I, I don't know if she would have... Did she hurt Diana at all? I don't remember. Like I don't think she hurt... Before after she got her full strength back
2: i don't know i don't think, think so.
0: so
1: i think diana, they just it was just like
2: diana wow. was willing to get electrocuted in the water and yeah, yeah but it didn't affect diana i don't yeah. know why
0: it affected diana and not yeah that was the one why thing why it affected I, cheetah and not diana i was
1: i did wonder that again i didn't it didn't ca- i didn't care enough for it to bother mm-hmm. me i did wonder how come she didn't and plus she's wearing metal whereas cheetah was not so I, that that oh, no. I did wonder, like I was wondering, is she electric proof? Why is she not getting electric Okay, electric we proof? gotta
0: talk about Pedro Pascal and the Maxwell Lord character, I think, at, at least a little bit here. Um I looked to be honest with you guys, this movie to me, there was very a lot of cheesiness in it. I'm not that's just what it is to me. I don't need literal winks. At the can like at the camera between one woman and a little girl, they could just look at each other and express those same things they were trying to express. And also, I the max I love Pedro Pascal. I thought he was acting his butt off. Like I thought he was giving every ounce of his ability based on the dialogue he was given. But to me, I'm like, okay. Oh,
1: that's true. Good point. Rachel. I'm not a
0: loser. <laughs> he's the loser like what is that i don't like what kind of dialogue is that i know you're talking to your son and you're super stressed out but to me maxwell lord needed to be turned down to dial a little bit and just chill i think he out acted the character i don't exactly brian i was thinking the exact same thing he out he overperformed. like Mm -hmm. he was too talented for the role that they gave him and he Mm -hmm. took it so seriously and it just didn't mesh well and i i thought the storyline was good with him like how he's corrupted by the mind and And i love the stuff with his son even though the line where he says how many weekends do i have that like cracked me up i was like that's such an asshole move but he's all obviously corrupted and everything like that but I don't know. I'm torn on the character because I love the actor and I knew I could see that he was giving a lot of effort,
2: but I just thought they could have done the character better. I am with agreement with you on there. Um, Again, I love the message about fatherhood and how fatherhood saves him, you know, putting his son before. His wants and needs and again there's a jab at capitalism in this movie for sure uh big time um which i I, did like the last scene where he goes to his son i i thought that was but the scene before that was that's your that's a prime example of what you're talking about when he's like granted granted your wish is granted i'm just like and i i said this earlier in my review like he's giving me rhino vibes from the amazing spider-man 2 like
0: is this the the Amazing Spider Man two of Wonder Woman movies? I
1: dude, I agree with you, Jim. Dude,
2: I'm literally finding more like you know comparisons. similarities. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's. I think that's a bad. one well, no, I no, think. no, no, no. Not not as far as quality, but like yeah. you know, like top the characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but you know, uh, I agree. Pedro Pascal acted his ass off. I did not have a problem with his performance except for he could have turned it down a little bit um, here and here and there. So what about you guys? I I said, I think he outacted the character.
3: Oh yeah.
1: I think, I think the character, he was better than the character. And I think that kind of suffer for it. I do. I I wonder if they told him to be super eighties over the top for his villain, because, uh, I mean... I think they it, did. I
0: think they approached this movie as they're making an 80s movie.
1: Yeah, so I, I think maybe that, but, um, yeah, I, I I just think he over... He, like, the character of Maxwell Lord was here, he went above the character. Like, I, I felt like I was watching Pedro Pascal play an awesome role more than him playing the character of
0: yeah and I Max the Lord not cuz I'm biased cuz the Mandalorian but like I love him in everything he's great he was great in Kingsman too which yeah. wasn't a great movie like he's been good in every single thing I've seen him in so I'm excited for what he does even like outside of the Mandalorian
1: Jake Berlin
3: uh I I, I think that he was the only example of an 80s theme in the film Outside of some some wardrobe choices and the art scene, um, art slash dancing scene, he was really the only example of it being an 80s movie. And so they relied on him for it. And I think that's kind of what happened.
0: That's a good point. Um, did you like the character? Yeah, I, I like the character. I, I, like you guys said, I think
3: Pedro Pascal, um, out, outperformed the character. I think they did more than what he wanted, uh, what they wanted him to do. Um, But like Brian said, they probably asked him to do it. Or maybe that's what the script called for. You can clearly see that he's having a lot of fun doing it. Um, And so it's just a product of, you know, request or script writing. Or like I said, I do think that personally, he was the only true example slash theme of 80s in the movie. Um, Outside of some music notes inside the movie itself, there's not really a lot of 80s stuff that happens outside of like just seeing random technology or the way that cars are um he's the prime example
0: of it being a 1980s movie so yeah so uh, is there anything else that we didn't touch on that should be mentioned uh oh yeah they're flying beautiful yeah that that was amazing i don't care what anybody says that moment was amazing and i don't care if lightning bolts don't stay solid for that long Look, if you think about it, Zeus is still alive. He's throwing those lightning bolts so his daughter can swing on him. There we go. I kind of
2: like that. That's nice. I, That's he's nice. helping her out.
1: I, I I just liked how it went from Steve telling her, Steve and her's little conversation yeah. to her actually doing it, and it almost kind of just looked like she felt like she was free when she was doing that. Like mm-hmm. – she just like everything she just kind of like was like all right everything's going to be okay kind of like when she was flying and doing that um it's funny because i got uh thor vibes of her it's it's not the fact that it's like stan lee said a long time ago thor doesn't fly he's propelled
0: and yeah do you guys think wrapped. like she actually flies or does she get herself no. elevated and she's just like she's gliding. And, like hold herself up and glide right yeah she's
1: essentially gliding from the pro- the propel-, ah. propel propulsion
3: of the I wind. will push back on that a little bit because of what is actually said um it's riding and catching air is what they describe flying as yeah, she's, she's, she's technically riding and catching the air that's happening yeah but she's not I-
1: the one like superman words.
3: That's yes, maybe it's not one of her powers, but I will say that she's flying more than gliding, because us Did she
0: get in the air without. well now, the funny I'm saying thing is, everybody says she didn't fly before this, but in Wonder Woman, she gets up in the air like no, well before, when she's fighting Ares, she just not, goes so up in, like this
3: in DCEU canon. Before this movie, she had never flown. Um, okay, she what can is leave.
0: that in Wonder Woman one when I she think it's more fighting Ares, extreme. and she, she just jumps. goes up straight in the air and yeah, like blasts it's, him.
3: It's a, it's a massive she, jump in that yeah. movie. Um, but she does have flight in the comics uh, many times. Yeah. Um, that's one of her powers. It's it's kind of a back and forth thing between iterations of the character. But um, I personally think that she's flying. And it's not so much a superpower, but she learned how to fly just like we learned how to fly planes. Can
0: um, she get in the air without her whip? No. I mean, I guess by jumping, yeah. but But
3: we can't get in the air without planes, so... I think it's kind of like, you know how Hulk
1: g- jumps super far and just kind of like goes there? Uh, I don't know about that. It no, no, no. no. Yeah. I'm saying I'm saying it without the whip, like she's not oh, going to just... It would be a jump if she didn't have the whip. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Hmm. But Superman just
1: gets Superman up and flies. has flight. flight. His exactly.
0: superpower is flight. I'm like, saying like I'm flying. If like Captain America jumped off a skyscraper and was going like this, he would be flying, right? I'm just I'm comparing I mean, it like if Wonder Woman and Superman were like standing next thing. to
1: each other, and we're saying, "All right, feet on the ground. Let's see who could fly." Superman's gonna go and go, whereas Wonder yeah, Woman, it's, it's
0: it's no contest. It doesn't yeah, even really not. matter. I was just curious no. because to me, she needs like something to get her going, and then she's flying. Yeah, um, I, I take it
3: as an iteration of her of literally her whip is our airplane. That's that's what I take it as. Yeah. I mean, that's it and gets her up there. Without airplane. She can't fly without her whip. It's like yeah. Thor with the, with his hammer. Yeah. yeah. Thor flies, but he's not flying. He's essentially yeah. hanging on a ride with his hammer.
2: Uh, it's very similar to Thor. Yeah. Makes sense. Hey, speaking of I... Superman, anybody catch the beautiful lie? Oh, yeah. The beautiful lie theme.
1: Yeah,
0: it was good.
2: Oh, it was during the the, the end, right? And during the, at the yep. end, as she's uh, talking to Maxwell and well, really the whole world. Which, how do you guys feel about that? Just, I mean, they they touched on it briefly through the like Star Wars program and particle and. Uh, okay, but I mean, Geo,
0: you and I talked about this. I mean, that was kind of stupid, to be honest. Yeah, so I I mean, you can touch
2: everybody through the. They established the oh. rules clearly that you know the stone or maxwell has to be touching somebody physically in order to grant their wish but he's going through the tv now and i i don't know like it's a, that was tough for me to buy you know um how'd you guys feel about it
3: wait real quick before we move on to that everyone's okay with the with the martha theme coming in am i the only one that hated it
2: wait the what say that again the what
3: the Martha, the, volume? the Martha Batman v Superman was it the Martha
2: theme? theme. I didn't catch it. No, wait, nobody it caught theme? this. No, I
0: did. But what? How does Is pay it, attention is it, to it do only it. the Martha theme though? It's the Martha theme in Batman v Superman. So that's the first time it ever.
3: Oh, no, but appeared. it's played. They they call it the Martha theme. I'm not making a joke right now. Like I'm. Not, no, I'm saying I'm not making it Martha theme. theme is, is, is that the first time years? that score like, appears? No, I'm just and I'm not digging <laughs> oh. at DC movies for calling it the Martha theme. It's called the Martha theme because the scene in the movie, plain yeah. and simple. I'm not making it a bad happen? joke right now. So everybody I, can calm the fuck down. Like what? just relax. You Time need today, to relax. The Martha theme in Batman v Superman was playing in this movie. Am I the only one that didn't like it? I don't even know what part it was. Called. While he was talking, it was yeah. while he was
0: talking to Maxwell Lord at the end. Yeah, I don't it didn't bother me or I didn't like
2: it or dislike it, to be honest. I think it's cool because it's in the same universe. I liked it because of what Wonder Woman was saying to the entire world about the truth being beautiful and this lie and what it's doing to the whole world. It it fit to the moment in context, what she was saying. Um, Plus, I mean, it's Hans Zimmer. It's beautiful. I don't
1: notice enough things like that like i would have if you wouldn't have said it i would have never ever 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 known that so to me, to me i don't really that doesn't bother me i don't really care oh, i would have I never noticed it
2: i guess we need another bbs watch along so you can to know jake does it did it bother you because
0: like you don't think they should use the same scores from different movies it to it instead of me
3: focusing on the scene i was focusing on hearing batman v. Superman.
0: Yeah. I I immediately
3: thought of that. that. Why? Why? Like, if you want to, like, if it's that's like, it's fine if you want to use it, that's fine. But the first, the second, I heard it, I thought
2: of that movie. I should be thinking about this movie. That's a fair point. That's just me. I don't know it. It also did something bad for me in the sense of continuity with this movie and where it fits. Because and. Okay, and Batman Be Superman, she says, hundred years ago I, I walked away from mankind. Well, she's not really walking away in 1984. Um, yeah, she's knocking out some cameras and trying her best to keep a low profile, but those again, those little girls in the movie, they're they're not gonna forget that. I mean Well, the news it. guy even says
0: this isn't the first time we've seen this. There's been three spottings or whatever of a woman saving
2: people. And I think it plays into where Warner Brothers was at this time when this movie was being written. You guys talked about Jeff Johns. Um, So, you know, before Justice League released in November, 2017 Snyder was already out of Warner Brothers. So they were trying to turn a a new page, which is, you know, why we didn't get that many DC movies between then and now, but obviously things happened earlier this year and, with fandom, you know, you know there there's a lot of things happening that we thought weren't ever going to happen. And now, you know, it's it kind of muddles the continuity a little bit. I want to ask you guys, like, do you think this movie fits, is in the, the Batman v Superman continuity, or is it its own thing? Um, for me, I'll say real quick, it does the continuity no favors, no favors at all. Um, you could go either way. I'm gonna say 51% Batman v Superman, large part because of that theme. 49% out. I don't even
1: Honestly, know at this point. I'm just like, Honestly, give me a good, like, give me good movies
0: at this point. That, so, Brian, to your to that point, I think studios have said, you know what who cares about keeping a hundred percent strict Canon. Let's just make the best movie that we can. And if we break Canon a little bit, fine. I don't agree with that. I don't like that, but I think most studios now that's how they're operating. To be honest. To me, I, at this
1: point for me, this is my personal opinion with DC. I would rather just get good movies. Like good Individual movies of whatever, than make, trying to make sure everything stays in a straight line. I would I would much rather see three individual trilogy movies telling stories of Wonder Woman, and then three individual stories of uh
0: Superman, Aquaman, Shazam. I mean, it's basically what they're doing because, like, exactly Aquaman. I- did like was barely affected by the DCEU, you know? He, they said one line and that was it, so like and they're in the same universe, but it's like not directly yeah. tied in like the MCU is. To be completely honest, I've kind
1: of taken the timeline out of my mind when it comes to these movies, I kind of just stopped caring about it. To
0: be completely honest, I'm just watching the movies for the story of that character, otherwise, they and also they would tie they're gonna tie themselves to that one line. I from one a hundred years ago, I walked away from mankind and now they can never do anything with Wonder Woman for a hundred years. No, I agree with the choice to go away from that, but I still like part of me wants every franchise to stick to their Canon, but then it's going to hurt future movies. So that's how I see it. I'll say one
1: last thing. Loved the after credit scene. Mm. Loved the colors and the visuals of this movie. Those two things. Loved the after credit scene and one little teeny small thing. I just loved how bright this and visually oh, after appealed.
0: credits were great. yeah. The colors were great. Look, I said, I've been saying ever since Wonder Woman 1 came out that my one of my big problems with Wonder Woman were the special effects and certain scenes. Same thing with this movie. There's terrible special effects in this movie and not throughout the whole movie, but like in like 25% of the scenes where they're using heavy CGI and special effects, there's really bad CGI. And I don't understand it because when you can have a star Wars movie or infinity war where everything a hundred percent looks absolutely incredible. Why, why do these movies come out and men's has done it too with black Panther when they're falling and fighting that CGI looked terrible too. Why can't they do great special effects? Like, I don't understand who's, whose fault that lies in I, the individual guys working on it or, or women working on it. I don't know, but did you guys notice that at all? Did this, did the special effects sound out to you at all as being bad?
1: Not enough to bother me. If, the, yeah, if there was, I,
0: mean, I didn't really notice it. It happened, happened in Wonder Woman one, and two, this, to be honest. Also, keep in mind,
3: this movie was made for the big screen. No, I, and that's the, the thing,
0: thing too. Like, but the thing is for me, when I saw Wonder Woman one I, on the big screen is where I started noticing these problems. And, that's the thing. When you see a movie for the first time in theaters, it's going to have a different, it's going to look way different. It is the thing. So I just, I don't know when you can make movies where everything looks incredible. I don't think there's any excuse for bad special effects these days. So, but that's just my opinion. Any last thoughts, Gio? Is Wonder
2: Woman 1984 a bad movie? No, it's not. Um, A lot of emotion in the movie. Uh, Thanks in part to performances from Chris Pine, Gal Gadot, Pedro Pascal, a lot of strong, important messages and themes in this movie. Unfortunately, it takes away from the plot. Um, but hey, look, I, I wish I were a lifelong Wonder Woman fan because they are absolutely loving this movie, and that's great. Keep loving it. Don't let anyone else's opinions uh, change it for good or bad. Um, for myself I really enjoy this movie I intend on watching it uh, embarrassing embarrassing number of times before it uh, goes off of hBO max unfortunately um feel good movie oh god don't do that I will give it
1: six and a half maybe seven in that range
0: yeah. That's so when I after my first viewing I said seven. Um and now I'm hovering around six point five.
2: I'll go but but I like it still. I'm gonna go seven and a half.
3: That's fair. Seven point (laughs) two five.
2: Oh, we can do like a okay six point
0: seven five. I changed mine. no i and honestly we talked bad about this but i think i could speak for all of us it's because we care about these movies and we want them to be great and Absolutely. so when, when there's things that are wrong in them we want to talk about those more there's a ton of stuff that we liked in this movie or that i liked in this movie mm-hmm. but the bad stuff stands out to me more because i want that stuff to be better the good stuff i'm like yes i enjoyed it G- give me it all so i i Yeah, I I really I did enjoy this movie and it was so nice to watch a big, like high profile film again. It really was. And to watch Soul again the next day, just it it was nowhere compared to the movie theaters, but it like it brought back those feelings again of like, ooh, we get to talk about this. So I still really enjoy that, to be honest. Any last thoughts, guys? Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Oh, I mean, I hope you're not watching this. (laughs)
1: Come back on Thursday, because we're going to talk about Soul. So, Rachel, you
0: got till Thursday. Yes. And real quick, the Wonder Woman character is incredible in the DCEU. I love Gal Gadot as his character. Jake said it. Her physicality is amazing as the character. She is a great Wonder Woman. And I think Wonder Woman 3 and the character in the DCEU is going to be amazing going forward. And regardless of what happened in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure that's not the first time uh, or the last time we're going to talk about this film. We definitely will be talking about it again here and there. And we're also going to do a soul review um, sometime later this week. I'm hoping we're... hopefully,
3: hopefully tomorrow, but it'll hope we're trying to get it up on Thursday. Um, We Keith, Keith wants to get on. And so we're going to, we're going to hold out for him and try to get him on. If not, It'll be released on Tuesday at the latest. Um, and then next week as well, we will be doing another um, Mandalorian season two review. So
1: look out for that. Oh, touche. Rachel made a good point. That is New Year's Eve. We'll try. It might be not. It might be recorded prehand. Yeah,
3: it yeah. might. It might be Thursday might be pre-recorded. And it might come out a little bit earlier around like the five or six o'clock time.
0: Um, but if not, then it'll come out next Tuesday. Yeah. So we said we were going to do an hour. We did an hour and 45 minutes. So so there you go. Exactly what everyone wished for. Thank you all for watching our Wonder Woman 84 spoiler review. Thank you for all your comments and all your support. We really appreciate it. I'm your host, Jacob Barley. That is Gio Ramos, Jake Berlin, Brian Avalicino. Thanks again for our Apocalypse Movies and Apocalypse Now. Take care. We'll see you guys next time.